everybody. Welcome to the Seats of Believe It podcast, everybody's favorite sit-by-pie, sit-by-cake, or sit-by-brownie. I'm more of a sit-by-brownie guy. What about you guys? I'm more of a sit-by-cheesecake kind of guy. No, I'm with Ben on this one. Brownies, brownies, move. So, <laughs> maybe we should have introduced everybody's. Uh, Connor's here, and then we have uh... a new podcast, Gremlin. Side. A gremlin. Yes, you're everyone's least favorite Christmas movie. No, I'll take it. <laughs> so, we're going to try to teach you guys a few stories about the world of the paranormal and stuff that's not paranormal. And maybe something that'll get you a crush on Psy. Hey, that's me. Because his chaps are nice and glossed. But oh. how's everyone doing? Like how's how's no, I'm just closet. please let me out. <laughs> I'm not letting you out, Connor. You stay in there. Let me out of the closet. You're, you're I don't have to be scared. Am I next? <laughs> yes. I'm just gonna shove oh, everybody in my podcast closet. I'm gonna call that my tiny closet just full of us. <laughs> it's already too cramped in here, man. I can't fit Cy in here. Oh no. Well, you gotta make room. I'm taking away your cooling privileges, Connor. No more cooling. All you gave me was a candle and a bottle of water. <laughs> you gave me a vanilla nutmeg candle. Oh, you're lucky. You're lucky. All right. So, I'm going to start off this week on my own. Guys, what do you know about the real Annabelle doll? I actually know a little bit, not a whole lot, but I'd love to you know, yeah, what, know what, a bit more. What do you know? Um, first of all, it, how I originally assumed the Annabelle doll was, was a, um, doll that was basically alive, but then come to find out, no, it's like a ghost doll, if that makes sense. Okay. You're kind of right. You're, you're kind, you're, you're, you're on the right track. Okay. Please. So, uh, so Connor, what do you know about the actual Annabelle doll? We're not talking uh, about the movie. I know, We're talking I, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Wasn't it made in like Tuscola, Illinois, or something? I don't. Uh, let's is is Raggedy Ann from Tuscola? I think so. I this is what I've heard in my classes, but I go to Lakeland, so. Raggedy Ann manufacturer. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. So. They're manufactured by the Voland Company. Uh, where are they from? They're from Chicago. So I wouldn't doubt uh, it if they were made in... They could have been made in Tuscola. So, possibility. It's, a, it's definitely a possibility. But, but please, Ben, inform me a bit more on that. So, if you guys were here last week, you would have heard I just tipped my head, but that's okay. If you guys were here last week, you would have known that I was going to be doing the Annabelle case because Connor and I were talking about something that must have not been too important if I forgot why I was doing. We're talking it. about the Warren. Well, yeah, yeah, Connor, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna bring that oh. up. I was gonna do a whole thing, but you know what? It doesn't matter okay. because, like last week, I was talking about the Amityville Horror House. Um, which the Warrens were involved in. That's right. The crooks known as Ed and Lorraine Warren. 
Um, and so this week we're talking about the Annabelle doll, which resides in their home in Con- it's either I actually I think it's Rhode Island. What do you guys know about Rhode Island? Nothing. It's like the smallest <laughs> state. That's too much information. So it's one of the states where nobody lives. <laughs> no, it's got a higher population than Chicago. <laughs> but I think it's literally the smallest state by uh, by area. No, no, Alaska is the smallest state. Anyways, no, that's true. I just realized something. So obviously, Chucky from Child's Play is kind of inspired by the Annabelle doll. Uh, and I just, I, and if, if Annabelle is from Illinois and Chucky's from Illinois, they're siblings. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So for those who don't know, the doll in the Annabelle films is not actually the porcelain doll. It's a raggedy Ann, which is a doll that's like cloth. And, yeah, it's not what you see in the movies. It's actually creepy, yeah. in my personal opinion. Like, the Raggedy Ann is... I feel creepy. like the movies, they almost make it, it... It seems like it's trying too hard. Yes. Yeah, it's... it's It feels forced, in a way. Yeah. But, so, the story goes that the Annabelle doll was gifted to a nurse from her mother for her 28th birthday. And she was thrilled that she acquired this gift. And uh, so just some extra context that there was this nurse uh, and then she had a roommate and that's really all you need to know at this point. Um, So at first they loved the doll and the doll would just sit there in the living room. uh, So so grizzers and visitors could go visit. (laughs) But after a little while, people would notice that the doll would actually move or Go to the other side of rooms and whatnot. So our two women are named Donna and Angie. Okay. Or Danji, if you want to give them ship some em. sort. Yeah, if you want to ship them. So Donna would sit in the living room on the sofa. And the doll would also be sitting on the living room sofa. Then Donna would go to work. And then once she come home, the doll would be in the bedroom with the door shut. So how, how does that happen? Do you guys know how a doll can move from room to room? It gets up and it just walks to the room. No, 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 no. Anyways, Angie's boyfriend was in the apartment one afternoon. Do you know what that means? I'm not sure. He probably moved the doll. They're having sex. No, no, Connor. (laughs) Actually, I think you can say that on podcasts. Anyways, so Donna was out one day and someone had tried to break in. And they found no signs of forced entry, even though someone tried to break in. How do you break in without forced entry, gentlemen? Um, Demons. It just seems like... Oh. So... Yeah, the pause. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and Angie's boyfriend was over one afternoon. And he got, he got scratched. 
had three Ring bloody claw, three bloody claw marks. You guys know why they do it in threes. Um, it's the angel number. No, no, they do it in threes to mock the Trinity. You know, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh. Uh, or that's that's at least what Ed Warren would claim. But God rest his his scammer soul. His scammers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could do a whole podcast on how how corrupt the Warrens were. <laughs> but following Lou's traumatic experience, he's Angie's boyfriend. The women invited a medium over and they did their own paranormal investigation. The medium held a seance and told the women that the doll was possessed by a deceased seven-year-old girl named Annabelle Higgins. Now, the biggest takeaway from that is that in the Annabelle movie, Annabelle was actually like a 27-year-old cult girl who was in like the same sector as the Manson family. But that... Oh, so they just completely lied on that. Yeah, well, none of the Annabelle movies are actually based on any of the true events. Oh. Uh, just a fun fact for you. But... Um, we know. Yeah, the, the medium claimed that the spirit was benevolent and simply wanted to be loved and cared for. And the nurses felt bad. And so they allowed the spirit to take up permanent residence in the apartment. And so eventually they got annoyed with it and they called in the Warrens after talking to their local priest, Father Hagen and Father Cook. Sounds like sounds sounds like some Illinois folk, but they're not. So as far as Ed and Lorraine were concerned, the two young ladies <laughs> you okay? Yes. Hey, so, Ben's getting possessed. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so they just thought at first they just thought the the doll was wanting sympathy, but in fact they were dealing with a demon. And oh. the you know whenever the two girls allowed the doll into their home, it kind of attached itself. Uh, because once you give a demon, once you, you allow a demon to take control, it will start eating at your at your soul. So maybe I should allow a demon to take me over. What would you guys do if you knew someone who got possessed? Uh, honestly, nothing. I'm not wow. in a horror movie. Wow. I'm going to probably die. I'm the fat kid. Hey, man. I mean, I've seen enough horror movies. I know the fat kid dies first. <laughs> no, that is wrong. What? I would say something, but I don't want to get this taken down for for something that I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say. It. So. Oh wait, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the Warrens noticed signs of demonic possession. Uh, like, uh, you know, there was the doll was moving, and there were there were notes left around with the mark of the beast. Uh, which which is a scratch. So the Warrens called for the exorcism of the house, and surprisingly, uh, Ed Warren did not perform the exorcism. Although he was one of the few people who weren't a priest in the U.S. that were approved for exorcisms, 
because you can't just go out and perform an exorcism without having permission from the, you know, the people over in the Vatican. So, yeah. Anyways, they took they took the Annabelle doll home where it's resided ever since. So pretty much, the actual story of Annabelle isn't that bad. It was pretty much just a doll that had a scratched yeah that that scratched people even though it wasn't the actual physical doll that scratched people um but yeah that it was just essentially a doll that got moved into a box that you can't touch um there are a few interesting stories though like one time there was a i think it was a motorcyclist yeah yeah it was a motorcyclist i'm i'm reciting this from my memory I'm not looking this up because I've heard this before. But anyways, he went over to the uh, Warren's Occult Museum, which sadly has been closed since 2018 after the passing of Lorraine. Well, she it was closed before, but um, anyways, there was a motorcyclist who went in there and he tapped on the Annabelle glass and started mocking it. And then he got decapitated on his ride home. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I've heard, uh, so that's kind of the end of my topic. It's really not that big of a topic. The movies have kind of just blown Annabelle out of, uh, out of the water with all the stories and whatnot, even though not, nothing really ever happened. But I've heard that there's a possibility that Zach Bagans from the Ghost Adventures crew might attempt to purchase Annabelle, even though the the people, the Judy Warren and her husband Tony Spera, who are the they are the people who take care of the occult museum, they they hate Zach Bagans. So uh, we'll see where that goes. Oh, I hate Zach Bagans uh, because I think Zach Bagans has mocked Annabelle before but <laughs> yeah yep yep oh, interesting okay topic then uh, after after doing research I found out that this was not a very fun topic to cover <laughs> next week we'll have a much better topic next so- week oh boy I'll get pretty intense <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> So yeah, there's there's too much too much blank space here. So so he who wants to go next? Yeah. So um, I don't know about you guys. Uh, you personally, do you guys believe in that stuff? Like, do you think that all that is like that doll was truly possessed? No. Well, the, no, the doll isn't actually possessed. Yeah. It's just used that... as a as a as a um. Uh. I, I guess a vessel. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't understand why the doll is locked up if it's not possessed. It's more of like something that they're moving around, I yes, guess. Yes. Uh, I really don't believe in it mostly because I haven't seen anything like it. That's true. Before, yeah. so. What's your guys' thoughts on paranormal in general? I know with RC to believe it, um, we talked a bit about this, but I don't know if you guys' uh, views on it have changed at all. Do you guys believe in paranormal in general? Or? No, I, I haven't seen anything really yeah, to prove no. anything. 
I do um, think, though... Wait, Connor, didn't you say that you thought that uh, Ashmore was haunted? Did you? I can't remember. Yes, he um, did. I can't remember. Oh, I, I guess said, I did, yeah. I said there's a chance that that whispers was haunted, but I, I, but you're not, but you know, you're not fully putting it all in. Right? I, well, I, I, I think the question was, do you think whispers is haunted? And I think I might've said yes, but I guess I could clarify here. Um, uh, when comparing it to Ashmore, I, I think there is more of a chance, but at the same time, I really don't, think it's haunted mostly because i didn't see a ghost and there wasn't very much evidence to prove that anything happened all right that's fair that's fair well um where i was going with this was i don't know if you guys have ever had any situations in your life where uh because me personally i also don't believe in the paranormal but um there are some certain situations in my life where you just can't quite explain it, if you guys know what I mean. Oh, uh, <laughs> fun fact, Connor and I actually opened up the ver- the podcast with one of my experiences. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. on the first episode, like <laughs> one of the very first things that said, I said, hi, I'm Ben, and I was touched by a ghost. Oh, Ben, I'm sorry. As a child. As a child, yeah. You yeah. want to talk about it? I'll, 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 I'll go into my full story after you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You do uh, Connor, right. have you ever had any, like, any experiences um, where you're just like this, you know, you're not really putting it all in, like, oh, ghosts are real, but you're just kind of like, a, eh, this is, this is a bit weird, like, I can't necessarily explain this. Um kind of felt that at Ashmore a little bit that third floor where I got sick oh okay um but that's really the nothing, only time I've ever else. felt it <laughs> that's fair that's fair um for, for instance I can talk about mine now I haven't had a lot other than like the occasional um you know creaking through the house but you know everyone's heard that before but the one I'm gonna dive more deep into is uh um, you know, when I can, it's more of like a situation more just hearing noises. So this was, geez, probably I was around seven or eight, I'd say. And, uh, the first situation is we're all like me and my whole family is in the living room watching TV. Right. And, uh, we have like this, like our downstairs is full of carpet and, uh, the Carpet kind of from like the ground. It's kind of hard to explain, but there's a door with the door. The carpet's high up enough where you almost you have to like really, really push to shut a door. Right? Are you guys following? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's no way that anything like a gust of wind or anything could move it. Right. And literally everyone is inside the living room, and um, we just hear that door slam. Like, obviously no one's there, and it couldn't have just been a gust of wind. So it's like something had to have, you know, moved that door. And we were like, yo, what the hell? But we're just like, obviously we checked the house to see if anyone was in there. Didn't see anyone. So we were freaking out a bit, but eh, kind of blew over. And then, I don't know if it was how long after, but once again, we're all in the living room watching TV. 
and uh, we heard like a bang from upstairs. Probably not even like a few seconds later, the chandelier that I'm sitting right under falls and literally almost killed me. But luckily, I was I was sitting far enough away. I mean, I didn't get touched, but like yeah, I was that close of a freaking chandelier coming down on my head, which is just crazy. Once again, you can't necessarily explain that, but I'm not putting my chips in saying, "Oh yeah, I believe in ghosts." You know, it was a ghost. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the, that kind of guy, you know. But still, one of those things where it's just like, uh huh, that's interesting. That's weird. It's probably and, the neighbors. It, yeah, I was. The neighbors come and loosen some bolts in the chandelier and be like, I'm gonna get these kids. I'm gonna get this insurance claim. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's probably my parents just trying to kill me to get the insurance. No, I'm joking. That was a joke. I doubt your parents have life insurance <laughs> on. <laughs> That's why I said it was a joke, Pid. But yeah, um, any, uh, any, ex- uh, and you were talking about you were going to talk yes. about yeah, I, I have I have one that I'm going to start off with one that I didn't personally experience but it happened in a house I lived in while I lived there from an outside source not anyone not anyone in our family but okay. Okay. Um, so it was probably 2005 2006 so um, it was between us moving from Westfield, Illinois, to Martinsville, Illinois. Um, so my brothers and I, uh, we lived in in Westfield, uh, but my sister was starting to go to school in Martinsville. And uh, one day, when my, it was just my mom and my sister at our house in Martinsville. You guys know. You guys know what. But you guys weren't moved in at there at that time, correct? Well, we kind of were. Like we, our grandparents owned the house at that point. Um, so like my mom, my sister like was there, but anyways, this happened in the middle of the day while she was at school, a UPS driver came up to the uh-huh. house and, and points up to, to the, uh, to the window. Actually, I think it was my room at the time. And, and she goes, you got a lovely little girl up there looking through the window. But my mom was the only one home at the time. Oh my gosh. And, um, oh, and that was just a really creepy story. Uh, there's also been times where I've so Jacob and I we we shared a room um, from kindergarten to second grade, and so we we our beds were like on opposite sides of the room, but they were like facing not towards each other, but like my my like. You know what I mean? Like they were, they were like flipped. Yeah, it's been in your room. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, there were some nights. I know it wasn't sleep paralysis because I could, I could move. I'll, I'll, I'll come. Like I'll, I'll be able. I'll, I'll explain when I get there. But there were, there were nights where I'd like wake up at like three, uh, and then I just see something like standing over Jacob, and like it was just completely black, and then. I would hide under my blanket because, you know, it, it wasn't sleep paralysis because if it was, then I, I I couldn't hide under my blanket. And then I'd take my blanket off and it'd be gone. Oh, my gosh. But, um, it's probably just my eyes playing tricks on me. Uh, and then one more thing. I'm, I'm not saying that any of these are ghosts. It's just really weird things. 
Yeah, that's I, just I, kind of where I was going with it was I don't think it's enough evidence to think that it's a ghost, but it's just something that is kind of weird and you can't necessarily explain. So I, I have two more things. I'll do the, the one that everyone's heard before last. But so this was recently within like the past year and a half. So I was at, at my house. Which, oh, you're going with this. What? I see you're talking about this. What am I talking about? The the picture you sent me? No, 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 no. Okay, never mind, never mind. No, no, this was at, this was in in Martinsville. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, so there were people who lived in our house, um, before us. There was they were there was only one family that actually lived in the house before us, and um, it was a, a old guy and his wife, and his wife died while they lived in the house, and she was an avid smoker, and so. Uh, every so often, one of our family members would say that they could smell cigarettes just randomly throughout the day. And um, I personally experienced it last year, and it was really fucking creepy. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> like, no, one, no one there smoked. That's, that's yeah. like the big thing. Um, so, yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't like anything from the fireplace because – like my dad smokes, so I can I know the difference between like firewood and cigarettes, and it, it was straight cigarettes. Oh my gosh! Um, and then I will go to the last one here. So I must have been like the same age as you in your story, uh, mm-hmm. seven eight. And so one night, I was I was hungry as as little Ben was. Uh, so I, I ran downstairs to to grab a pop tart. Like Jacob, Noah, and I were we were like probably playing on the GameCube or whatnot at like eleven o'clock when we thought we were being like little little shoits staying up late when it really wasn't that late. But anyways, uh, I was hungry, so I went down. I grabbed a pop tart, and we were always creeped out by the house. Um, but at that point, I I had nothing really creepy happened to me so i could walk in the dark without fearing much but i got up to the stairs and like two steps up something grabbed my shoulder and like spun me around and when it spun me around i i started being like i'm sorry i was like i started like talking but whenever i turned around there was nothing there and because you thought like it was your yeah I uh, i thought it was my mom being like what are you doing down here right now but there was nobody there. Oh my gosh. I, I ran up the stairs so fast. And I, it was it was really creepy. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh... But yeah, dang. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess a logical explanation could have been like... Maybe like my muscle popped, but at the same time, it's just like, well, yeah, I feel like you know the difference between a muscle pop and like uh, someone know, grabbing. I don't know, it. like, like I don't, I don't know if a seven-year-old would know what a shoulder pop would be like. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Because I've never had. Well, I really didn't have any like shoulder pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, if if I've ever had any paranormal thing happen to me, it's that. Uh, okay, okay. But I'm not also not gonna sit here and claim that it. I mean, yeah, I'll claim that it was, uh, just, just to be like, maybe. Yeah. 
McConnell, no, um, none for you? Uh, not really. <laughs> I had a pretty boring childhood. No real, you know, ghosts or anything. Did you guys... Connor, did you did you live... Uh, actually, no, this is just a question, but how 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 much religious stuff were you guys... Did you guys grow up with? Oh, I was I was raised in the church. I mean, I was I was as well. Um, I mean, I never really went to church, but uh, on the Christian side, yeah, yeah, because I feel like it's so weird. Like, I feel like if if you're surrounded by religious stuff, you either experience a lot of something or you don't experience anything at all. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And I was always surrounded by church. Not church, but religious artifacts and whatnot. Yeah, would you consider it a lot? Or like that you experienced a lot of that or no? Uh, I mean, personally, no. But I, just things that have happened, I guess, in my house. I mean, okay, yeah. I, 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 I couldn't explain anything but that's because i i don't know enough information the only thing i can really i i've only ever really had the two two things happen to me specifically well besides okay so like the smelling and then the one where something grabbed my shoulder are the two that i can 100 percent attest to but mm-hmm. even just like the thing looking over my brother that could have just been my your eyes, mind yeah creating shadows Okay, yeah. Because there's yeah. been plenty of times whenever I thought I saw something, it turns out it was literally just my clothes on a chair. That's the worst. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then, now we go to Connor. Connor. Yes, it is my turn. My turn. Uh, so I want to ask: Do you guys want me to go a little bit longer, or do you guys want me to keep it uh, kind of short and sweet? Get along. If if you want to go long, I'm okay. The longer, the better. But if you don't want to go long, you don't okay. have to. Okay. Okay. Um. So you know, we all make content on the internet, right? We have our mothership series, see it to believe it. We each have our own channels, and we make content on them sometimes. No, they're um, all dead. <laughs> yeah. Being brutally honest here. Even my channel. Honor plays. It hasn't updated in a while. Uh, Cy Crutchfield hasn't updated in <laughs> the <laughs> longest. We're going to talk about that. Anyways, proceed with the topic. Hold on. My phone fell on my foot. Cy Crutchfield dropped a banger, then dipped. Uh, hey, you got to go out. You got to go out strong. Um. I bring all this up to say there is a new genre of horror that has absolutely been booming on YouTube. Uh, do you guys want to take a guess of what it is? Oh, gosh. Let me... There's there's so many different YouTube horror genres. There's the creepy... Wait, sir? Yeah. Are you typing? No, that was me like, typing. It's like, I'm not typing. I was uh, t- I was typing on YouTube just because uh, I I need I'm I'm pulling up uh, what I have in my recent history for for horror stuff because I, I'm gonna say the genres that I know 
that are horror. So there's the creepy pasta horrors that are are they've been popular, uh, like the reading, I guess you could say. Then there's the uh, the the fake videos, and then there's the fake videos. What do you mean? Like, oh, just, like the YouTubers being like. 3 a.m. challenge. No, not even that. Just like videos with doctored like visual effects and whatnot. Oh, okay. Then you have movie horror where like dead meat, CZ's world. Um, and then you got horror ASMR. You got horror short films. Uh, besides that, I I horror Minecraft. Uh. But Connor, please enlighten me. Okay, so we're going to kick it back. Kick it back to the good old you know, early 2000s. Think 2001. I know me and Cy weren't born yet, and then I don't know if you were born. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. January, January 4th. Oh, okay. Early 2001. You're sitting in front of your big TV, right? Your big analog no TV. <laughs> A big box TV. No. And all of a sudden, a little alert comes on. Maybe today we're talking about analog horror. Let's go. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'm the only one who got excited about that. Cool. Connor's <laughs> been trying to get me to watch this. I have for... watched a few of them. If we had a yeah. visual version of the podcast, I I would watch it, but we don't have a visual version yet. Um, so yeah, like I said, I've been trying to get him to watch it for like weeks now, but analog horror, um, let me grab the definition of it. So I don't you know completely sure this, but some of the ones that you might um, know are Mandela catalog, um, local 58, Gemini home entertainment, the Walton files, all those kind of. Those are kind of new. Um, now, analog horror is a subgenre of found footage, uh, claiming to find lost media from the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, and usually they take the form of public broadcasts. Is this more like a short film kind of thing? Yeah, most of them are, um, you know, little two, three minute videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, they kind of um, go. For a while, you'll usually have like one or two seasons. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I bring this up is not to, you know, give you a history of it. We're going to play a little game, guys. Oh, boy. Great. I'm going to give you a very bare bones description of an analog horror. You're going to tell me if it's real or not real. Okay. Okay. I like you, that. Like, wait, is it like, like, are you meaning like real as in it's... It's... Uh, it's it's like an actual, actual video on or... YouTube. Yeah, okay. okay. It's an actual YouTube. So video it could be a short film. So it could be a short film. Yeah, I'm, I'm keeping it to series. Okay. Series. Okay. Is you ready for the first one? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Before that, can we can we have like like uh, a song like one like the first one like Sai will go, then the next one I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Uh, I can oh, go first. Not? Oh. Unless you want to. Right, uh, been after you, been after you. Okay. All right, ben, you ready? Yes, sir. So, let's first analog horror. We witness the earth crumble as we find out 
Something sentient is living on the moon and is coming for humanity. Is that real or well, is that fake? That's gotta be real. That is real. That is Local 58, one of the biggest analog horrors. I feel like that's such a... It's such a... a I, it's gonna sound like I'm, I'm I'm ripping on it, but I'm not. It's It sounds like such a generic thing that it would make sense to be real. I feel like it's it's it's. it's, it's, it's I mean, you mean yeah. yeah, yeah, you guys. Yeah, it's like saying that there's a horror about zombies. Like obviously, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm next. I'm ready. You hit me with it. You ready? Yeah. So, analog horror. All those a family. It's not an immediate family, but they all share the same last name. It follows them over multiple generations as they try to find out what the government is doing with Eldritch Abominations. Um, I feel like that's real as well. Is that your final answer? Yes. That is real. Okay, got it, got it, got it. That is the Monument Mythos by Alex Kansas. Okay. Okay, Ben, are you ready for your next one? Yes, sir. This analog horror follows three college students as they try to figure out what lives in their woods. What they find it's fake. is something of... Oh. Yeah, you're right. I was making that up on the spot. <laughs> oh my Thanks. god. Thanks, Ben. I was pretty confident in that, too. <laughs> uh, okay. Cool. It feels like you were trying to make up a horror yeah. movie, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can just I can keep going. I mean, they're all yeah. going to be real, though. Keep going, Connor. Keep going. I like, I like okay. it. I like it. Okay. Okay. So, Sai, you ready for this next one? Ready to hit me with it. A group of five college students are stuck into a time loop, and they have to figure out how to break the time loop, while also one of them is a... Um, villain. I'm gonna go fake as well. Oh, that's real. Is it really? Could you not that's tell every he was man reading? <laughs> no, I thought it looked like he was. I figured he was stumbling on his words, and he uh, didn't. Yeah, that's what I was trying to, to do. Next. Uh, no, there was there were three words he said that sounded like he was reading from a paper in my head. <laughs> no, I was definitely gonna go because that's the figures. Yeah, all right, you got me. Spin, spins up. Up one. I didn't know okay. he was keeping score. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, all right. Ben, are you ready for your next analog horror? Oh, before this. I I would be... Would you guys be down next week if I did this game, but with the Warren case files? Yes. See, I feel like I have an unfair advantage because I literally did a research paper on the Warrens. I no, do we're Warren doing it case anyway. files. I do it because yeah. I know. Okay, okay, that's my thing next week. Okay. All right, bet, bet, bet. Oh, I found a little toy train in my closet. <gasps> Ben's closet. I think this is funny, Ben, because this is the exact segment, basically, kind of thing that I pitched to you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ben, are you ready for your next topic? Yes, I'm ready. So, Ben, yeah. in this analog horror. We follow a public service broadcast of a hole in the ground. The hole is not 
all that it seems to be. When they dive deeper into the hole, they discover that that hole is alive and harboring something much, much bigger. Hmm. I was say, yeah, at first I thought I knew it, and then as he continued, I wasn't sure. Oh, that, Connor, I think you might have stumped me on that one. But yeah. That one, I'm going to say it's fake. That's real. Okay. <laughs> I, well, That's the mystery I, I, flesh pit. I actually did think it was real, but I, I thought he was stumping me. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the mystery flesh pit. Yeah. Oh. I think you might have told me about that one. I think I might have. It's one of those ones where I like it, but I'm not a super big fan of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Okay, Silas, you ready? This could be All a chance right. to the head of Ben. Never, never not taking fucking me. score. okay stylus are you ready for your next one in this analog horror we follow the story of a man named jack wilder dean as he fights to fight a sentient planet that's coming to eat earth see i felt like that seems pretty real because I feel like that had a little too much detail for it to be fake. So I'm going to go real. I think Marvel already wrote that comic. It's real? Okay. <laughs> that's Gemini Home Entertainment. No, that's that's Galactus the Destroyer, the one that eats worlds. <laughs> <laughs> ben, are you ready for your next one? Yes. Okay. And this Five Nights at Freddy's inspired. Oh, it's real. It's real. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hear it though, because you told you okay. you just mentioned there was a Five Nights at Freddy's one, and I said I wanted to watch it with you, and then we did. Yeah, it. okay. So I'll tell you the name of it. This one is called The Walton Files, which this one gained huge popularity in 2021. Um, so it follows the story of a restaurant called Bond's Burgers, as. The owner goes missing, his wife, the engineering programmer, the robots, his kids. You slowly just start to discover that the owner's business partner wasn't the man that we thought he was. Oh. All right. Sai, are you ready for your last analog horror? I'm ready. Hit me with it. You ready for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this analog horror, we follow the story of a world that is dealing with a certain problem, a certain alternate problem, where humans that look exactly like you are taking over. Is that real, or is that not real? Just because this is the exact one that you've been asking me to watch for so long, I know it's real. Fucking watch Mandela Catalog, son! <laughs> there it is, there it <laughs> watch is. Watch it! Is Connor, are you telling all the all fifteen listeners to watch it as well? Yeah, I'm telling y'all to watch every single one of these I've mentioned. Oh, I just want to say shout out to those fifteen people that actually gave us a chance. Yeah. Like especially shout out you guys. I've done I've I've only done a one thing of advert. I, I, I think that the podcast apps are actually recommending stuff more than like YouTube would. And yes, yes. Yes. So yeah, shout out to all of our podcast listeners. Yeah, shout out to everybody. So I guess next week 
Yeah. Next week we're going to be hitting with some bangers. That's right. That's right. Sai, are you coming next week? I will most definitely be here. Okay. So so. All right. Our, okay. Okay. Anyways, so if you guys want to listen to next week's special of us talking about a YouTube series that we once tried to create and the guess the Warrens case file, make sure you tune in to the next episode. Anyways, this has been your See It to Believe It Paranormal podcast. If you guys want to follow us, we are See It to Believe It Paranormal Investigations on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And my personal social is Benjamin Luke Reinhardt's on pretty much everything. Connor? You can find me at Itsy Boy Connor, I-T-S-I-A-B-O-I-K-O-N-N-E-R, at most places. Sigh. And uh, you can find me at Sigh uh, Craven, S-A-I dot C-R-A-V-E-N. And if you guys want to help us out, the best thing you can do is give us a quick five stars on your podcast app. And by First leaving us a five star, review, we'll get, we'll read it on air. That's right. Well, you know what? We'll just read every five star we get on air. So there's too many. Until there's too many. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we got a long way to go. But yes, if you guys want to follow us and leave us a rating, it really helps. The more five stars we get, the more that our show is pushed to listeners. And the more we talk, the more we walk. So thank you guys for joining us this week. This has yeah, been thank you. your paranormal podcast. <laughs> so how you guys we scared or turned on from that oh sorry we do a thing <laughs> connor's bringing back the classic sorry we do a thing after every episode where we just leave it rolling for like 30 seconds and then everything that happens after the 30 seconds plays after the end theme wow so people just heard me say i don't know if i should be scared or turned on good coffee i'm gonna be honest oh it tasted kind of skunky i probably shouldn't have drank it